She's turned the winds against us. Welcome to Blast From, Cast From. We're just going to begin this new episode. We're in the year 2021. And what we're going to talk about, we're going to go back in time, an entire couple of months to the year 2020. Remember that year? What a fantastic year it was for everybody. And we're just going to reminisce about that year, the joy that we had, and uh, yeah, just, just banter about it. How's that sound, everyone? Mm. Uh yeah, sounds like we're um, going to be like we're out of breath from the stairs. <laughs> uh, does it sound like that? Does it sound like I've still got some sort of breath issue going on? No, you just sounded really intense. Sounds like you're angry inside. <laughs> the sun is shining, which is usually wonderful. Uh, but at the moment, uh, in my shorts, it's quite, uh, it's quite, I mean, there's a bead of sweat and everything going on here. So um, Shorting. It's just something that I was wondering today, you know, walking the streets. Have any of you ever spat out chewing gum onto the pavement? Has that ever happened? No. When I was about 10, maybe? Oof. I think it's the last time. So yeah, I mean, many, many you years. can't count um, primary school stuff, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think I did, but if I did, it would have been then. I don't think that counts. Me and my friends once picked up a bunch of tabbies that had been dropped on the ground and smoked them. <laughs> I'm, <the> reverse. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm recycling, so... I'm much, much more of an environmentalist. Uh, yeah, I think I'd have been battered if I'd have spat anything out on the street, like you're just spitting on the street. There's a man in London who has a tiny paintbrush, and he, he um, I don't think he lives on the bridge, but he spends a lot of time on a bridge in London, and he paints the chewing gum, paints pictures onto the chewing gum, and uh, <laughs> the police arrested him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's where we live now. That sums up. <laughs> sums up the earth. Um, thank you, Dave, for that. I mean, sorry, David. I'll allow you for that story. You are now being granted the respect of the ID. I have ID'd you as a David. That's fortunate. I happen to identify myself the same way. Well, when I introduce us, you've got Neil here. Uh, you've got a David. You've got a further David. And you have also an Adam. That's accurate. That's an accurate register of what we're talking about here, isn't it? I think, mm. yeah, especially if you use the, his full name, Further David. I mean, every uh, time. <laughs> Roll call complete. I won't, rise, I won't rise to the bait. I tell you what, I'm swimming on. Okay. 2020. Okay. Discuss. Was the chewing gum <laughs> thing related to 2020? Or? Oh, no, it was just a completely random wandering today as I was oh, right. on the streets. So I was just thinking, oh, in the tight hour. Scum is just <laughs> spitting out the chewing gum. Anyway, uh, well, the, it's, a, it's a marker of 2020, isn't it? Because you would think that that oh, would just yeah. stop altogether, given um, recent events, but it has not. Probably more chewing gum under those masks, isn't there? Because that breath really comes back at you. Yeah. Oh, there's still a lot of open mouth coughing. <laughs> I mean, who are these apes? The year 2020. Nostalgia for that that year. That's why we go back. We, had, I mean, we did the same thing last year. I was listening back to that the 2019 podcast that we did last year, and yeah. we were. Uh, lamenting the fact that there was not much to talk about in 2019. <laughs> Didn't know we were born. Well, I mean, we're going to zone in on most, mostly the cult, the um, the pop culture aspects of 2020, mm. of which there was uh, very little. Uh, An abundance. There, <laughs> there was. Uh, I mean, culture was cancelled. Never mind mm. cancel culture. Am I right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mild enjoyment of that. That was wonderful. Um, so, <laughs> but it was, in all seriousness, the whole thing was cancelled. The 
movies didn't come out. They never, I mean, that James Bond film still hasn't come out. That was supposed to come <laughs> out. The only thing I wanted to say was that it didn't get delayed through any 2020 stuff. They had to update the um, advertisements because it was slightly delayed by 2020 uh, 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 interruptions, which is the most pathetic thing that's happened to cinema for quite some time since, I don't know, Deep Through. But even that was slightly enjoyable, I guess, because at least you're getting something out of it. Well, it's like GQ magazine. You get to get through all those adverts at the beginning of the, the magazine. Yeah. That's what that James is what the James Bond, Bond is. Yeah, that's James Bond is GQ in motion. Look at mm. his watch. Look at his car. Wow, I wonder what he smells like. We can find out. <laughs> and it remains to be yeah, they did release the uh They did release the title song, though. Oh, yeah, that's, that was being gone a, now, wasn't it? A rehash of uh, Skyfall, Crumble, Stand, Tell. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think they'll update the song now? Oh, uh, it's old news. Was that Billie Eilish? Or was that the one yeah, before that? Yeah, Billie Eilish. Oh, she was all the rage uh, last year. She still is going by the um, the awards. She's still getting on the scoreboards, isn't she? Yeah, well, we'll come to that later. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's good stuff. I'm glad you've been looking into it because we're going to discuss that in great detail. As we did at the similar podcast last year, we'll go into the awards season. Yeah, just the cinemas were closed. Nobody could go see the, the films. The gigs were closed, I think, and there was a lot of streaming gigs and things like that. So we were we were allowing these artists to come into our homes through their, through their streaming uh, capabilities. Did anyone catch any of that action? I don't think I would watch a gig on Zoom or whatever it was. That's just depressing. The Rolling Stones tried to play a gig, but from different screens. That's not possible, is it? We can barely that was talk to each the, other without a digital delay here. So how could you play a gig? <laughs> that was for the um, that was for that thing. That was for the concert thing. Must have been a really good connection. <laughs> uh, either that, or it was like they overdubbed them. Like there was a click track or something. They all had a click track. Or I can't, That's the only way I could imagine you doing it. It would just break down horribly if you were to do it live. I was just thinking this, well, just to sum up, because obviously um, we're going to talk about music and that, and your chewing gum point made me think of something else. Um, the start of 2020, or at least the start of lockdown, to me, weirdly, all this Zoom concert stuff reminds me of having to collect together a bunch of tune, uh, tuna and macro cans and... Um, oat bars and the taste of 2020 for me would be the porridge oats bars that I would eat in the first three four weeks of uh, 2020 thinking I was going to be in a bunker um, for a while and then all these weird these weird gigs and stuff were being talked about because people were just desperate to entertain but all I could think about was god I wish I could get the taste of mackerel out of my mouth wait so you got the stock up cans and ate them immediately I don't think that's that <laughs> no, works. no. The, I still have those cans. What I'm yeah. saying is, I got a bunch of mackerel, and I still have that mackerel. But I weirdly munched into all the oat bars, which is supposed to be my breakfast treat. The Japanese guy they found in the jungle, like thinking the war was still going, <laughs> with eating his mackerel. But there's been like Rolling Stones gigs on the telly and stuff. Stuck at home, absolutely nothing to do socially. There's just nothing to get involved in. All your activities are stopped. You can't see your friends. And I still actively avoided listening to any of that crap that came out from those self-obsessed... Oh, Oh my God. I thought your point was going to be... You'd have thought there'd be better music because they get... Yeah. I thought yeah. that's where he was going as well. Like they had more time on their hands, and yeah. what they produced was just subpar. It should have been a plethora of uh, home, especially with this new technology where you can make it at home. Should have been all sorts of uh, things coming out, but alas, there was not. 
Um, all, all I got from it was that Barry Manilow sounds really old when he sings now, and it got me all upset. And that, well, I've got a mouthful of bloody oat bar. It was even more upsetting. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift has re-recorded her album um, because the original master tapes were stolen. So she's done a what they call a perfect replica of re-recording that. What is the point in that? You've released the album. The album's the album. The album's the finished album. It's like they've Diamond. recreated the asset so that there's still yeah. money there. It's just appalling. Yeah, just kind of back to the beginning of the the lockdown, the pandemic at the beginning of 2020. Uh, the There was a group of celebrities who just wanted to lift everyone's spirits, um, covering John Lennon's Imagine. I'm sure you've all seen it. There was quite the reaction to it. And what were your reactions to it? And what were your favorite parts? <laughs> I can I go first just because mine is usually the most poisonous, um, <laughs> but I, I I actually lifted my spirits the fact that it was so negatively received yeah. <laughs> that it was like oh people aren't horrible. Some of the highlights, I guess. Natalie Portman's dead-eyed rendition. Oh, there. that was like soulless. That curly-haired guy. What was what was he? Who is that? Who is that? I person? have no I no idea who that was. That was a surprise. <laughs> Was he that was the, the worst. one that got labelled worst moment of 2020 or something? Yeah. Actually, I'm quite glad that they did it because it was more entertaining watching the, you know, it getting absolutely slammed. I think yeah. it was an like a, a, an absolute masterpiece in covering every definition of tone deaf. I know. Like, Who do they think oh, they we are? Can do this. So ironically, actually, it, it did bring people together, didn't it? Just in the, the spirit <laughs> of hatred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz's section. Did you see that? She's sort of by the fireside, um, and I I don't know I don't know Zoe Kravitz. She doesn't know who I am, but just like watching that, I felt like she wanted me to die. That was the, that was the energy <laughs> I was getting. Like she, even even though she doesn't know me, I just I knew that she in that moment wanted me personally I, I to just, die. I just think as well that a couple of them. I mean, you were talking about the Natalie Portman, but I just wonder that maybe with a couple of them. Were they actually just, you know, holding their noses and, and doing it? They, they really didn't want it. I mean, like, Kristen Wiig looked like she couldn't be a If it was something to do with, like, well, it wouldn't be anything contractual or anything, but, you know, someone sent you that thing and it's like, no, I, I really don't want to do that. And then it's like, oh, they didn't want to do this. Well, mm. you know, it's like they, they, some, some, some of them felt like pressure, didn't it? And they were like, but this is just awful, though, guys. Like, this is just going to be slated. I mean, even uh, even John Lennon and Yoko Ono got uh, slagged off when they first released the song because the music video is in this like their massive mansion that they had, yeah, uh, and like you know with <laughs> acres of uh, land around it, and he's probably one of the richest guys in in the business. Um, and talking about imagine no possessions and stuff, it's like well, it's a bit tough to swallow when. <laughs> I mean, collectively, it was even worse last year because collectively, all these all these folk doing it in their like Beverly Hills mansions and you know Manhattan penthouses and stuff. Just, ah, it's it's just a bit sickening, a bit tone deaf, really. Well, we we did enjoy it. Though. We're glad it exists. We can all agree with that. Brought the spirit of mankind to all collectively hate. Speaking of tone deaf, actually, Kanye West's tweet congratulating his wife Kim Kardashian on becoming a millionaire. I mean, this is this is right in the heat oh, of summer. A that, billionaire. A, sorry, yeah, congratulating King Kim Kardashian on becoming a billionaire uh, while all this was going on. How? Hey, that guy's on a different different wavelength. It was altogether. that. It was the photo. 
that was the 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 the, <laughs> the, the decking, the, the caravan park photo that oh, they took together. <laughs> <laughs> I think was that not the photo that uh, no, the, the, the one no, was it? Like a pepper. It was the little <laughs> pepper arrangement, wasn't it? It was like a little. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I do. but I, I do recall that picture you're talking about. It looked like yeah, it was uh, it's the, just two the, angles. It was like the front angle, and they were like wedged into the corner of the decking. And it just looked like they were at, you know, like, they just looked like they were at the caravan park. And then they did another one where they were like facing the other way. So I thought that was the one that he uh, announced the, the billionaire. He's got a lot to offer, um, comedy wise, uh, Kanye West, that's for sure. Also forgetting that he, he ran for, well, tried to run for president as well in the same year. Yeah, we really skipped over that, didn't we? He's a, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on with that guy. He had really quite an eventful year last year, didn't he? The the Robert Kardashian <laughs> hologram. Oh my god! I've forgotten about divorced now. <laughs> a proud Armenian father. <laughs> That'll be the uh, name of this podcast. There was something really quite eerie about it, but at the time, I'm I'm pretty sure she was like, "Oh, what a fantastic birthday gift that my wonderful genius husband's got me." And he actually included the in the in the little monologue that the dead Robert Kardashian gave his daughter that she's married to the the most successful rapper in the world and a genius. <laughs> oh. he, had to, he, can I, he had to load that in it as well. I, can I just I say, like why can't it ever be in private? It's the thing that does actually irritate me more. It's the yeah, look at we this know publicly. It? Yeah, it's like, why the hell do we know about this weird video and why is it shared? It's so creepy, so weird. Not like Not just that video, I mean like, Let's just switch this. It should be the end of it should be the end of Cable Guy where the TV's going. Maybe you pick up the book and maybe well, we'll be yeah, better off. They've kind of turned the the monetizing of um, quote unquote talent into you know like a they think like that's probably like the most artistic thing that's going on in that industry at the moment, especially in America, is the way that they can funnel income streams from every aspect of a person's life. Probably the most creative stuff that's going on, I would say just every single angle they'll copyright was it try to trademark phrases that they sometimes say and stuff mm. like that um everything yeah. you could possibly conceive of so i was going to say just what happened to like memoirs um you know oh. you, you might mm. you might reveal someone at the end of your life tell these yeah. stories but they, they've got nothing they just nah. sold their knickers to the tabloids for oh. you know <laughs> speaking of people making a spectacle of themselves <laughs> the masked singer debuted in the uk this is a oh, wow. franchise television show that started as king of mask singer in south korea uh, and then has seemed to have spawned uh, in america in the uk and various other countries but yeah last year was a debut in the uk it's on to its second series now i believe finally um, <laughs> uh, so we picked a random episode. It was the seventh episode of the first series. I don't know if everybody's watched that or or not. Did everyone watch it? I've seen clips of the Masked Singer, but I haven't I haven't seen any specific bit that you're talking about. I skimmed through that episode because um, it was I thought it was dangerous content. It's brain rot. Like, <laughs> it is actually corrosive to grey matter. Um, so anything longer than ten minutes would bit. have been yeah. a health hazard. I had a quick look and then I noticed a kind of trend. There's people with masks on, bad music, sang well or whatever, and then there's a panel of judges that make faces. Yeah, they the the jaw 
to the floor expression, especially mm-hmm. from Davina McCall, who just seems to be beside herself um, <laughs> the entire time anything yeah. happens. Um, but it's it's presented by. Uh, do you know what the guy's he's name the guy is? that got the penis? Eh? He's, he's the penis guy, isn't he? He's, he penis internet. I don't want to cast aspersions. I don't even know what or who the guy is. Is this not the guy actually? Um, yeah, the guy who remember I sent that photo around uh, just before Christmas when I was watching the. It's him. The Good Morning Britain thing or whatever, and he did the interview topless. topless. He was uh-huh. he was getting interviewed on Lorraine Kelly or something, and he had no shirt on. And his name's Penis Internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, so it's presented by Penis Internet. And you've got a panel there of a very strange panel for, a, I guess, what is a music show? You've got X. Well, is Rita Ora an ex-singer? I think she's more famous at this point for being a panelist. Let, let's not go into what she is at the minute. Uh, I'm sorry. You can't identify her. She's got so many roles. She's a great actress, great singer. Uh, she's in 3D... Um, uh, <laughs> 3D in, in Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had an interesting year as well. Got herself a, a bit of bother as well, but... So you've got, yeah, you've got Rita, you've got Davina McCall and Jonathan Ross, noted um, music industry experts, and then the, the guy from Community, and that's your yeah. panel for the Mass Singer UK, certainly Series 1. I don't know how it progresses. He was so funny in The Hangover, so he'll be great at judging. <laughs> Does he not produce the American one as well? That sounds uh, like something he would be It was because... Of, uh, when I saw an when I saw an advert for it on BBC or whatever, and I saw his he was attached to it, and I thought, what's what he? That's a bit odd. What's he doing <laughs> on a, a panel with Jonathan Ross? Uh, you know, my thoughts um, exactly. Watching the show, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's weird. But no one questions that. No one ever questions how weird things are. Now. It is literally like. It's, you know, there's stuff they used to make fun of on like The Simpsons and that. Like, we've got a new panel show. It's Mr. T. It's uh, um, there's like an odd satirical, futuristic sort of feel to it. Like it's like um, yeah. like some sort of eighties Paul Verhoeven film or something. Where this is like uh, the, yeah. the game show that everybody's I, watching. I was going to say it's it's like an it's like the old Batman where the Joker's done this new <laughs> thing where he's got, he's got everyone kind of the brain corrupting society idiotic thing. media. Have you seen that episode of the original Batman series where like a bunch of diplomats get like put into like a powder? <laughs> yes. And then, and then yes. the end of the episodes, them all put back together, but they've got the different voices. Um, that makes more sense than anything about the mass singer. Do they not drink water from? Is it the, the water cooler's poisoned or something? They don't turn into a powder. Uh, I, I don't remember enough, Adam. I just remember the, the finale. Don't pressure me, please. <laughs> So, for anybody that has never seen The Masked Singer, it is a show where former, or low-level, I guess-ish celebrities um, abandon all dignity in a singing competition where they are placed into a elaborate costume. It was quite an impressive hedgehog costume. That was very uh, exciting looking. Um, it was quite promising. You got a scary-looking octopus... Uh, an even scarier doll bumblebee hybrid person. Um, then you had the the predator in camouflage, and then what was very obviously CeeLo Green in a a blue monster costume. Oh, you, this is the British one you've obviously talked about, yeah? Because the, the clip I saw the hedgehog, and I'm pretty sure that was all British, because there's not like a hedgehog America, no. They might they might be shipping those costumes over. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember for ages wondering. I remember for ages wondering because I'd obviously kept up the mass singer because everyone was talking about when I was still working in a place in, in Edinburgh and 
but it was a kind of surprise in the sense that I'd seen like Teddy sharing him and um, I mean he was obviously a good footballer but I mean it's like for singing so making a mockery of that talent like it's uh, you know anyone could do it uh, but it was the fact I think it was Donny Osmond was, was something he either won the American one or he's maybe the host of the American one or something but I remember Donny Osmond being in my head as as either winning it or he was the host. Uh, the hedgehog wasn't uh, um, revealed in this episode, so I've got absolutely no idea. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Hedgehog USA. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the yeah, the, re- the reveals were Denise Van Eyten was the predator camouflage and um, CeeLo Green was the... The wee, the wee monster guy. Some of the guesses were were quite amusing. Um, uh, Jodie Comer, yeah, Kevin yeah, Hart, yeah. Jack Black, Tom Cruise was one. Of all, the guess, all the guesses were anyone who would have been better, or like it was just like, why would they oh, come on this we, show? <laughs> we've got we've got a guest for your birthday party, Billy. Is it Hulk Hogan? Is it Superman? <laughs> no, it's your dad. <laughs> Oh God! The so I think Davina McCall weirdly guessed Andre three thousand for what turned out to be Sealer Green. I mean that's that's weirdly close for somebody whose voice is very distinctive and doesn't sound anything like uh, Andre three thousand. And also, would Andre three thousand come out of his self-imposed exile or whatever it is to be in a stupid blue monster costume on some British show? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure about that. I was actually quite upset that the singer from the darkness was actually one of the monsters in the costume, and he was actually quite bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt really bad for him, and he sang at the end, almost like I was told I wouldn't be revealed, the way he sang when he sang his from <laughs> I actually did see that, but that's that's coming back to me now, the darkness guy. Oh, yeah. we watched it together, that's why, because it was the weird videos you kept sending me of uh, the mass Singer, and I was like, I think it was around your flat, and we did we watch oh, that reveal yeah. together, or at least we're updating each other. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now, yeah, because you were, you were here. Yeah. Uh, before lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Just to this, was, this was early on. Because this, this yeah. debuted in January when, when there was still oh, hope for the year, wasn't there? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> me and Adam. So you were yeah. around, we were really kissing, really sucking on each other, <laughs> and then uh, the mass Singer repeats. So there was a really surreal moment in this episode where there, there's sort of a wraparound shot of the monster costume and then everybody's like furiously shouting, take it off, take it off. And it just keeps circling the monster costume. Oh, it wasn't that, I think that's what you'd say. It was either Adam or me had sent it to the, the chat, but I'm pretty sure that was the thing we'd, we were so baffled by. It was the take it off, crowd chanting that. And then it was like, this is insane. This is like, like we're saying, the Paul Verhoeven futuristic, this can't be real. <laughs> it was like, you know, you were out of yourself for a moment. You were like, this, I'm not, I'm not alive right now. This is my nightmare. This is a dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a very, um, it's a very strange format. I, I remember the big kind of evil baby head as well. Is that a thing? Yeah, that was the that was the bee doll hybrid thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had him having a heart attack. I remember some sort of bee uh, baby head and, and then they kept, blackness. They kept guessing people with like big eyes, like just because the costume. Oh, <laughs> like God. Big eyes. It was very strange. Um, I mean, this is to, this is towards the end. Um, the uh, penis internet asks CeeLo Green, "Why did you do this show?" Which was Deep inside of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we bit extra coin there. Um long time since he was a Grammy winner. But I think that just the, the biggest indignity of all is once he's like voted off by the public, I guess, who were thinking, Oh, that's CeeLo Green, let's vote him off. Uh, everyone knows who that is, it's not very exciting. He just sort of sings, but with half the costume on. 
It's just it's just a sight I'll never forget as long as I live. Just Seela Green, half this monster costume. It's not very dignified, is it? <laughs> oh, you've not no. seen the uh, you've not seen the Teddy <laughs> Sheringham one then, Neil, because that's much worse. He's basically a tree. <laughs> so he's now it's a Teddy Sheringham head poking out of a tree, singing a song, and doing really bad dad dancing. Little step to the left, step to the right, like like you like you're talking, like I'm saying with the, the the Justin guy from the darkness, like. The I was told I wouldn't have to reveal style of singing is how they all sing once the mask is off. It's like, well, I can sing in this costume because it's a bit like when you're, you you know, you're covered up or you're like, you, people can't quite see your face and you're out of or you've got sunglasses on. You feel a bit more like comfortable in yourself. So maybe, like you, you wouldn't be able to sing under that. Like I'm wearing half a monster. Yeah, the quality of the so singing why goes would I be down more relaxed. Not just that. Just so they're standing there in half a costume. What, what What's quite funny as well is the, the Justin Gash from the Darkness, his song was True Colours. That's what he started oh. singing. That was his ah, song. So when action. he whipped off the whipped off the costume, it's like, yep, that's it, mate. It's, <laughs> all, career done. it's just, yeah, it's all coming back to me now that, that uh, I was obviously so horrible that I've just erased it from my memory. It wasn't even that long ago. We're in danger of, uh, you know, the way we are talking about it. I'm, I'm starting to get into the idea of watching it. So maybe we should move on because it sounds great now. I want to go and see Teddy Sheringham like singing as half a tree, all depressed and voted off. So, yeah, Celia Green was a former Grammy Award winner, which will move swiftly on to now the award season of 2020, which is actually took place in March 2021. But the eligibility period, you're kind of the end of 2019 and into the year 2020. So The Weeknd wasn't very happy about this. That's the singer of The Weeknd, not The, the Weeknd. Um, he did not get any recognition for his uh, apparently acclaimed album After Hours. Was very upset about this. Did you hear about any of this uh, controversy where he was fairly expecting nominated, but uh, did not did not get any? He was citing the the secret committees that um, oh. apparently are are involved in this, and there's a big. Um, I mean, in reality, musicians. Yeah, yeah, they should um, they should call them the Crammy Awards because I think the voting process seems to indicate. A, I mean, from certainly from what I've le- read, allegedly, uh, the voting process is the people that are in the academy or whoever votes for it. Uh, they literally just see a list of people, and I mean, could you be bothered listening to all that music just to to do a vote? You're going to see, you know, Beyonce or Taylor Swift or whoever. Oh, I recognise that name. Tick. They've won. Yeah, no, uh, not by yeah. today's standards. I wouldn't want to have to sit and listen to that. You know, it'd be different if you were going back to the eighties or something. Grammy Award winner. Just sounds to me like whenever you hear Academy Award nominated, it's just this little thing you hear sometimes that it doesn't mean anything now, to me at least. It, I know. But, it used to mean something, but there need to be more characters like uh, John Deacon in the music industry or in you know TV or film or whatever. The guy just you know wrote some of the biggest hits for Queen, um, was always just the quiet guy playing the bass and stuff kind of very just, you know, chilled out, relaxed character. And then as soon as Freddie Mercury died, he was like, well, uh, I'll just retire now. I mean, he could have had his head turned so many times in the last 30 years of like, you know, oh, we're doing this. uh," I mean, (laughs) his two mates going and doing stuff with that uh, Adam Lambert guy. I mean, that's a totally different thing. I mean, that's just awful. But it's like all this stuff that could have come his way that could have turned his head. And he's like, no, no, I'm just going to go and live my life now. I'm just retired. And he can walk down this obvious, well, unfortunately, there's some tabloid, uh, 
you know, headlines that just like to make stories about him walking down the street smoking a cigarette and stuff. But So the Crammy Awards, we'll just go through the main awards uh, as we did last year. You can tell me if you had heard any of these. I, I think I know the answer. Uh, you've got your record of the year, which was won by Billie Eilish, again, two years in a row, uh, for Everything I Wanted. Um, heard that one? No. Uh, I have heard it actually. Um, it's uh, it's kind of come and gone in my uh, brain space. You interestingly, you've got record of the year, and then you've got song of the year. So record of the year is, I guess, the recording of the year. Song of the year is the best written song. Um, and for that, you have "I Can't Breathe" by her, um, stylized H dot E dot R, which I have also heard, and it's rather obvious what that's about. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. You've got album of the year. Do you know who won this? Beyonce or Taylor Swift, probably. Beyonce's on title, so she's got no chance of winning album of the year. And it went to Taylor Swift for Folklore, which has previously no. been mentioned. Not uh, the kind of thing I would listen to, but there you go, uh, album of the year. Uh, Coldplay, uh, talking about um, people who just won't go away. Uh, Coldplay <laughs> nominated for album of the year uh, this year as well for Everyday Life. And I, have, I had no idea that they'd released anything. Speaking of Coldplay, they've always been linked in my head, not through any kind of association, but just weirdly being out at the same time as Travis. And Travis, I think, made a comeback last year and released a weird album that the that was weirdly uh, played on Radio 2 a bunch, yeah. just because I had it on the background. But... Um, that was like the British Coldplay to me, Travis, or, or Scottish. Hey, easy now. Well, Coldplay and the British Coldplay. It's funny oh. as well because it's uh, another. Was it not just before the lockdown? Oh, Coldplay um, British. Um, I forgot. The, <laughs> was it not just before the lockdown that the Stereophonics played that that gig in um, Cardiff and folk were saying that people shouldn't have been at that gig and I was more surprised at the fact that Stereophonics were still selling out stadiums. Like, <laughs> I, I mean. Who? What have they been doing for the last fifteen years or whatever? And they're still selling out massive stadiums. And it was this big lockdown story where it's like, oh, look at these uh, fifty thousand people at Cardiff Arena or whatever. For stereophonics, they shouldn't have been there yeah. for stereophonics. <laughs> so I was like, what was it, Bruce Springsteen? Oh, stereophonics. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't be at that gig, Adam. Yeah, no, they're so past it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we could like saliva analyze the chewing gum on the streets, find out who the person was, and then flossed and paradise them after the next volcano um, opening? What a script idea, though, eh? Let's get that on the go. The two guys going about analyzing chewing gum. See them do it, and then that's them a verified flossed in paradise. Recipient. Anyway, right. <laughs> then the final of the main awards is Best New Artist, which has got a checkered history of being able to predict who the best new artist and that they're going to have longevity in the Grammy Awards. But this year they gave it to Megan the Stallion. I think that's how you pronounce that. We familiar with, uh, with Megan's output? I am very, very glad that every time you're saying something here, I have no idea what's going on, and I think I should be thankful for that, because if I was weirdly in the bubble of knowing what was going on, I'd be more infuriated, but I'm kind of glad I've managed to separate myself that I don't know what Megan Megan the Stallion what was it Megan the Stallion so it's 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 stylized like a Red Man album <laughs> so it's got T H E E so why is it stylized like a Red Man album um I don't know that's a good question I think that's just how um she likes it um the <laughs> this is how she wears it had a couple of number ones this year apparently not as the main artist she was on Savage by uh, Beyonce and WAP by Cardi B 
Uh, any oh, guesses yeah, that what was... that stands for? <laughs> Macaroni sales going up after that song, I think, is that what, that what I took away from it? Apparently, people are really getting recipes because uh, apparently you have to cook it in a pot. Um, and that I didn't know. It had to be in a pot. Um, and that keeps the, the mixture moist. So, yep, there's there's your best new artist. And that's that's all the ones we're going to cover um, for the Grammy Awards. There's just so many. And again, I can imagine being somebody that is asked to vote on these and the, the big long list. It's just there's uh, best uh, country solo performance, best Latin jazz album, uh, best contemporary Christian music performance slash song, best regional Mexican music, best Americana album. Best Regional Roots Music Album. So you've got a big, uh, big long list here. Um, we're not going to go through the whole thing quite Best TGI Friday Album. What's going on here? Also at the Grammys, there was some uh, disrespecting of the dead, uh, apparently, that went on here. So you had the Eddie Van Halen tribute, or non-tribute, depending on who you asked. Uh, they got quite a, a lot of flack. Just kind of a very seconds-long shot of him playing... Uh, a different version of Eruption. There's obviously like some uh, live version. And then what I assume is a replica of his guitar, but it might have been his actual guitar. Um, and that's that's all they had. Given his influence on music, do you think they should have made a wee bit of a bigger deal of Van Halen dying this year? Based on the clientele or whoever's actually choosing these things, yeah. I don't think they care. <laughs> Any of these old artists, they don't, they don't care. And it's kind of it's, un- unfortunate. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, some of these new artists that are, like, kind of cool and edgy, like, the closest they've got to ever listen to Van Halen is that they've probably bought, like, a, a Van Halen T-shirt, you know, um, and they'll wear that T-shirt and, you know, be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a rock chick or, you know, I'm a rock guy or whatever. It's like they've actually never put on a Van Halen album in their life. Do you do you think this is, um, like, rock music's dead now? That's it. Like, that that's an indication of that no one actually cares about rock music, like, or... or- um, heavy music that we are we're giving it a few short seconds because he is representative of of quite a sweeping section of rock music from that era could just be kind of like a sign sign of the times um but uh like the majority of the people that were populating the earth like your average adult was po- maybe a little bit more kind of um intellectual possibly or uh spiritual or something uh, around about the 70s 60s 70s and things like that so the world the music kind of reflected the world a little bit or held a mirror up to the world yeah if there's one thing i was hoping was going to come out of like years of like tories and years of trump and just awful people coming out of the woodwork again uh was that it was going to be potentially uh you know the catalyst for a great like protest songs like maybe like a new kind of bob dylan or you know a new group like you know like kind of like punk becoming a thing again something like a new so punk movie what's going none, on none hasn't of been replicated um, <laughs> exactly exactly I th- yeah i think what's half been attempted this is why it's even more upsetting that you, you don't like obviously we've talked about rock being dead but hip-hop well and truly is uh, is not anything close to the even uh, a molecule what it used to be but i was laughing as well because you're just saying that adam about this should be like a rebelling against the presidency or things like that you get like a bit of creativity and anger but most of the lyrics in any rap song that i've heard that mentioned donald trump was just orange guy in the white house yeah oh, that's yeah f- that guy and it's like okay and more 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 mm. oh the same mm. same again you're, you're displeased i was going to make the point that rock and roll kind of had a triumphant return um almost every decade since it was there was time called on it in like the late 50s you had the british invasion not long after that and then you had punk rock heavy metal uh grunge you had that little post-rock revival in the early 2000s but nothing since then rock has kind of been quite uh, quiet so i think we're done there was i mean there was further disrespect um where 
Uh, MF Doom, uh, the rapper, obviously died this year. Um, his graphic came up on the Grammy ceremonies, but um, they didn't use all caps when they spelled the man's oh name. Uh, famously, uh, that's how he stylized his uh, his name. They chose with the the Doom with the the proper capitalization not all caps how about that the mice the mice will have just said and here's muff doom let's um <laughs> let's talk a, a little bit about mf doom then he died last year in october apparently but it wasn't revealed until um was it new year that that was yeah that was a, that, that was yeah. unfortunate in the, the time but i guess that I, i'm kind of glad like his it family could, probably yeah, was thinking speaks to yeah. the privacy thing that yeah, um, was goodness. absent from other people that was that's very <laughs> private it yeah. is quite. Uh, I do have a lot of time for when uh, these private family matters are dealt with, like you know when you know, someone's ill or you know someone dies and what have you, and they just take their time to you know go through it themselves and deal with it themselves instead of all this pish of like, well, we've got we're going to have to re- release a tweet or a press release or whatever. It's like no, you don't really. It's just it's 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 again just try to like you know capitalize on the death of someone. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, but you're looking at people like that as like some of the last lights that are still shining in this like mire. And then when someone young and smart and talented like that goes, you're like, what? Like so, similar to the, the Van Halen tribute, um, that's the one of the one of the last rem- remaining bastions of that that '90s rap music. Um, yeah, it reminded me of uh, the Sopranos episode Peeps on the Tombstone is pretty much how that ended up. Which, I mean, his name was Pepperelli. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's just like, it doesn't matter how good you are in life towards the end, whoever's in charge of your final business is that's who's in charge of it. It's unfortunate, but yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunate, but hey, remembered in the in the hearts and minds of people who actually yeah, give a say, Never mind the Grammys. On the Blast from Castron, we are paying tribute to MF Doom, all caps when you spell the man's name. Remember that every single time. Uh, so that is your Grammy Awards, and that is largely the year 2020. The glasses um, for the year 2020 New Year. I mean, that was that would have been a great time, wouldn't it? In the, the most difficult glasses they've ever had to do. Well, I don't know. You get two zeros, haven't you? They're, they're slightly <laughs> the all off to the side. Yeah, no, it's like a little bit weighted. <laughs> really right hand side heavy. Hmm. You could still do one last one if you just put the word like goodbye. And then the previous year's one. The entire 1990s would have been perfect for them, you know, because every single year would have used just to put the, the, the eye bits in the, well, the holes of the two nines. It. Yeah, I only saw it take off in the year 2000 where yeah. I think it just <laughs> struck somebody as, they missed the, a second. We didn't have the technology yeah. until then. <laughs> and the, the whole of the 1980s would have been fine. That was a whole 20 years that they could have been... Uh, They've yeah. got to deal with the problems as they get them. So yeah. we're now in 2021. Um, we'll be looking forward to saying goodbye to this one as well um, at some point covering this next year. Am I wrong there? So there could be miraculous things. I mean, there's a lot in 2020 that we didn't obviously cover. Um, we briefly touched on the fact that there was a worldwide pandemic, think... that there was a change in president, that there was um, uh, all sorts of things going yeah. on. Like Glad to see the yeah. back of that previous the, one. There's going to be a bunch of that. The gig's over, the lights are on. That's my feeling for the last uh, couple of years. It's time to it's time for us to all just go. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it. A meteor to just wipe us all out. Except I, I, I bet you if there's some sort of uh, actual impact meteor, all the Neds would survive somehow and they'd be chewing them everywhere. They'd be chewing them on the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone um, for participating. 
the Davids and the Adam. Uh, thank the listener who's listening right now. Thank you very much for thank for you, sir with us. or madam. And thank the the person at the door here, um, trying to get in. Uh, and I will <laughs> catch you later, um, and we will be back again for another episode. Any parting excitement words? I think that Paul Verhoeven analogy was better than the Batman one. I should have kept that to myself. (laughs) Made a fool of myself there. (laughs) Right, that's all. (laughs) 